Uh, at 300 views, you probably get about, on average, 25, 30 different subscribers. Does that make sense? So you you get about so that like I get what you're saying from conversion, but like really just throw numbers at it. So if you got enough followers from some from you know yeah, Instagram, that, Twitter, thing, you're I'm good to go. Yeah. Yeah. But it's limited. How so? Because it's a page that can't grow. It's a personal profile, not a like page, not a. Mm. Uh, you know what I, mean? I see what you're saying. I so see what you're saying. Five thousand has been that ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so <clears throat> it's one. It's one of the things where you can't really. So I'm trying to build my IG. You know what I'm saying? And of course, everybody that does content has a TikTok. Just every platform, you got to get on it. Unfortunately. <laughs> I would say get on. T- See, that's the thing is like you kind of have to change with the mentality. I really like Twitch because Twitch isn't going nowhere, right? And and, I, and the Twitch was I well. It, and, and the great thing about it is it's only going to get improvement from a technical standpoint. But the way it looks, it'll just always look like that. Oh, it's not gonna. They're not changing it. Hell no. And they There's no need to. Because it's amazing. It works. Like, like that that platform is so dope. Like for a live streamer, you get on there, they, they give you the chat room, it gives you the old '90s feel to the chat room. You know what I'm saying? It's, you can do all the raids, all the features that it has make it dope for So the, the raids are unique. So that's something we learned talking to that one chick for Twitch. Is she explained that Twitch is a very collaborative community, yeah, even if nobody's yeah. talking. If I raid you, it's common courtesy that at some point you maybe raid me or host my channel. Yeah, exactly. Or shout my channel out. Yeah, yeah, you know? Sure. Like... So she's like, make it common practice. Like, if you really want to get help on Twitch, even if you're a small streamer, go host the big streamer. And they'll get the notification. And they maybe be like, common courtesy to shout your stream out. Which, they might not ever host you, but one streamer shouting your stream out to 30,000 people could be a game changer. So, so like, and it makes you stand out. Because, you know, who's bold enough to, like, do that? People are like, oh, that's a ballsy-ass move. It's really not. It's just, you know, just trying to make content. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and but yeah, but believe it or not, people buy it, and like that's what when she explained it, it was like it's so simple, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, so because, much. I sense. mean, ultimately, bro, ultimately, people want to be seen, so there's always gonna be a way for you to figure out how to be seen. Well, there's always gonna be a way to be seen. You just gotta figure out how. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Or what makes you stand out to be like people? I think get stuck on oh, fine. Like what makes you stand out and be unique? I was like. I get it, but you're not going to find that out by like, you're not going to go look for that and then apply it. Just start working on something and whatever you're unique will eventually come out. Actually. Like you'll notice something you like, if you're more observant, you'll probably look at something and find a way to perfect it. Yeah. You know, something like that. Take an old idea and like make it a little bit better and like reinvent it almost. Yeah. I mean, at least that's how I approach things sometimes. That's how any creative does. Yeah. Cause nothing is new. You know exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> I look at where we've been to where we're gonna go. If that makes sense, right? Well, I mean, yeah, because but but it's it's, it's even bigger than that. Is where you gonna take it? That's that's where the whole bringing your creativity into the whole fold makes sense. Like I said, nothing's new, right? So yeah. when you get your chance to play with the mold, you're gonna put your sauce on it, right. and now you're gonna change it for whatever you are supposed to change it. Yeah, into. And then you're going to pass it off. 
and somebody else is gonna steal your idea. Yep. And they're gonna say, I can make that better. Yep. They're gonna add their sauce to it. Now, sometimes that works out. Sometimes, sometimes it, it doesn't. Don't, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if it doesn't, it sucks for your idea or it's better for your version of the idea. And because it makes you stand out more. Yeah. You realize, oh, the execution was just there. Facts. Huh. I think that's why Joe Rogan has survived as long as he has. <laughs> I'm saying, bro. Because, bro, he ain't doing nothing special. People think he's doing something. He's really not. He's, but he's so big now, it's like it's a forever machine. It's Yeah. Oh, you can spark that if you want to, brother. Yeah, I got to be able to drive out of here. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> you can still open it up and check it out, though. I have. Oh, you oh, have? Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, okay, yeah, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you gave. Bro. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I said. I know I got to wait for this. Oh, yeah, bro. The thing is... Yeah, just got the key for the only one. Shout out to Dazed. Oh yeah. By what's the social media? Hold on, let's see. Uh, Dazed in OKC. There you go. Because I definitely can't see it here. Mm. You ready to get this thing started? Oh, absolutely. I bet that. Let me make it easy. What? What is that? You didn't hear it? Oh, it's there, 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 there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I the price is right, boy. Oh my God. Did you so it's just loaded up with all those different sounds? Yeah. Huh. That's how it works. All right, here we go. You know what to do with it. Uh -huh. Oh, there we go, baby. I like it. Yes, sir. That's unique. It's different. It stands out. I'm in your world, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, you're in the driver's seat. Well, first of all, let me welcome to the Can't Stay Focused podcast, by the way, everybody. I got this new professional setting. Shout out to my friend, DJ Eddie Brasco. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How's everybody doing? Oh, yeah. Man, I met what? I met you what? A week ago? About I don't know. About that? Yeah, man. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to Light Bright Friends. Oh, yeah. You know shout out to Light Bright Jay. What's going on, Bright? You know what I mean? What's happening? We working. That man brings people together. Yeah, man. That's what you're supposed to do. Be a dot connector. Exactly. So what's yeah. on your mind? Man, nothing much, man. I'm just appreciative. Of, you know, let me use your creative space today. Sure. I love it. It's amazing. For sure. I'm going to take pictures. People will see it later on social media. No for doubt. Sure. As you should. But, uh, like, you know, I had an unfortunate event where I couldn't record my podcast. And I met you. I shared that. For sure. And then you extended an invitation, and here for we sure. are. For sure, and that's how it's supposed to be, man. Like each one, teach one. If you got a resource, it doesn't hurt you to open it up for somebody else to benefit from it. If you can do that, exactly. You know what I'm saying God says, be a cheerful giver to whom much is given, much is required. And I ain't trying to jump on no box or no horse or nothing like that. But that's really how I function. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? In the hoodest, best professional way possible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I got it to give, then I'm gonna give it, and that's just what it is. Yeah, man. Uh, like I was telling you earlier about the podcast, but like. It's can't stay focused. You know, I got my ADHD, so I leaned into it. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I mentioned the podcast, and I actually found you interesting. I thought we got along very well. We had a, yeah, sure. an interesting meeting with a, uh, a <laughs> really cool character. Oh, my God. Uh, and I think that was probably what <laughs> we both just kind of laughed the at. The ties that bind, bro. Like, exactly, yeah. Things, like, yo, did you see that? I saw that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, I know I just met you, but we're seeing the same thing, right? 
Yeah, it was just, it was one of those weird connections. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, it was just funny. And then I was actually, you know, we started talking and I explained like, you know, I had to have my creative outlet. Yeah. And boom, next thing you know, you got some you know, Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works, man. Yeah. And then I've already kind of made the habit of kind of like learning the DJ life because I know nothing about it. That's I'm not like trying to become a DJ, just very interested in it. Okay. Sounds good. I, I know so, a thing or two about it. So, yeah. So that's where kind of I've talked to Jalen, I've talked to Brad. Uh, now I'm talking to you. I feel special. I feel special. <laughs> <laughs> so where you want to start, bro? Man, I mean, I guess I could ask you the simple question of how you guys started, but I mean, I feel like a lot of people probably ask you that. 1983. Kind of <laughs> well, that's when you show how old you are. 83, what? But I guess more like, how about this? We kind of die, we'll skip all that. At what point in, in your DJing career did you go, all right, this is it? Man, when I, um, I was, I used to do, wireless sales for AT&T, right? Okay. And, I mean, I'm good at whatever. I ain't gonna lie. I'm good at whatever I try at. Yeah. So sales is easy if I'm trying to do it. Exactly. But I don't like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I went great company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're making, to keep it real, making good money, right. you know, for what I'm doing. Like Make good money in sales. Yeah, sales. Yeah. But I hated doing it. So I hated so much that I was having a hard time getting to work on time. AT&T don't play that. So it came to a point where they were like, look, my manager was, everybody was cool. Because they understood, like, yo, this dude is really, like, I'm one of them guys. When I met my manager that day, I rolled down the window, and I just got done, you know what I'm saying, getting ready for the shift. So it's, you know what I'm saying, smoke coming out. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. windows. It's my first day meeting my new manager. Oh, first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm Eddie. And uh, he's just looking at me like, you lost your damn mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at least like, you were you know cool about it. You know, and I, you know, I, just, I, know, I know who you are. I know you yeah. don't know who I am, but I know who you are. I just want to say nice to meet you. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. And he was cool. He kind of gave me the dap, and then he just went in to work. But later he came to talk to me like, yo, I, I like, look, man, I'm just be real with you. I'm a DJ. That's really what I do. I'm a creative. I, my head is nine times out of ten in the clouds somewhere thinking about something creative. But, I'm, I'm more than understand that. Right? <laughs> but I'm here. This is my job. Yeah. I'll do my best to do what I got to do. But I really don't want to do this. Yeah. Just keeping it real. You're not going to be able to motivate me to do it. It's not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a union job, and I know you just can't fire me. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'll keep it real. You know, obviously, <laughs> looking at me, I'm black. He's black. We really, I, I just moved back from Houston. He had just came from Houston. So, I knew some things about him. Yeah. And I also knew that, like, man, I'm just, and I'm going somewhere with this, I promise. <laughs> you know what oh, you're saying? good you're good um so i just kind of had to let them know like this is what i'm on bro like mm -hmm. and if we can find a place to to meet in that cool because i had done the job long enough and had great relationships with management so i kind of knew yeah like yo, i know what i can get away with what i can't get away with but how cool are you <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying like I ain't gonna lie. You know how you watch movies like Forty Year Old Version? They show some old cats working at Best Buy or some oh, yeah. shit. Uh -huh. I was that guy. Oh, okay, bet. You know what I'm I hated it. <laughs> so it's, yeah. he, I made, he didn't want to be here. I made it fun. I'm, I'm gonna get through my day, but I hated going there. You oh, know yeah. what I'm I hated hitting the time clock. So this is what happened. He calls me. So after, at, at, after that introduction, and then months of working together, and he realized, he's like, okay, I tell you what, man, if you can just meet this benchmark, man, I ain't gonna bother you. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care. All right, bet. bet. So it was a struggle, but I would get there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we'd both celebrate like, yes, they ain't got to fire your ass. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nobody wants to fire somebody that's cool. Exactly. But it's like, yo, I'm going to I'm gonna have to, come on, man. Don't make me fire you, bro. Yeah. I don't want 
not to do that. I've had that conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I and I and I respected it. You know, because at the end of the day, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a lot of things, but I'm a creative before yeah. any of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? So here's where that goes. 2019. Now, I've been DJing for a very long time, but I always had a job. I might be a terrible employee, but I always had a job. You know what I'm saying? I'm not oh, that yeah. bad. I just, if I don't want to be there, I ain't going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he he comes to tell me, like, yo, it's come down. My God, we got, they going, all right, so this is what you need to do. You need to quit by this day, and then in six months, if um, I need to, or if you need a job in six months, I can hire you back. Oh, bad. You know what I mean? And this is a job for me that always started around 45000 a year. So it's yeah. not a, like, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't telling you, I, well, I I didn't do nothing. I tried my best. So it was like a, a chill forty five thousand a year. Yeah, but but mentally I'm going through it every day. Oh yeah, my mind is everywhere. But I'm, you're in a store with big glass windows and all. You're you basically see, in a jail cell, forced to think about what you want, but you can't do it. Can't do nothing about it. So you know yeah. the um the I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> that was me every day. If you go back in some of my old social media. And you can find me working at, you know what I'm saying, AT&T. You'll see me doing kung fu poses. Anything but work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anything but work. So when it came down to it, he says, you know, I don't think you're going to need a job in six months. I see what you're doing outside. Because, I mean, I would work 40-plus hours or whatever, or barely 40, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then go DJ. And I would, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I DJ a lot. So, you know, I, I make good money DJing. But it was always that scared thing. Like, I got to keep this job. You know what I'm saying? So when the job mm. decides that they're no longer going to keep my greatness around, you know what I'm saying? I have a decision to make. Do I go look for another job? And I'm smoking trees and all kinds of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got to, yo, I ain't expect this, right? Yeah. But I kind of did. I kind of knew it was going to come one day. It's going to be like, yo, they're going to get tired of my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're like, fuck it. It's not even right. Like and, and he had to fight for me to be rehirable. He had to fight for that. Oh, because wow. This is what I didn't tell you. This is my third time working for ATT. I ain't quit like a couple, you know what I'm saying? All for good reasons, though. Never been fired. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Never been fired. But they looking at like like the lady like that has to approve my status so that like like right now, if I needed to, I could go work there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the lady that had to approve it was like, yo, but what is it with this guy? Because look at his record. Basically, I should have like, remember him. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you no? And he's, and, and, but then the, the manager was cool. He was like, yo, he, you know what I'm saying? He's a good guy. Yeah. Kind of going through some things. It really wasn't. He was just kind of making it sort of, you know, they the, end, the goal was to make sure that I could get a job if I needed one. Yeah. So I made a decision. I wasn't going to look for a job. I was just going to give it a shot. Like, you know what, man? You know, I'm just going to go for it. Because ultimately, I don't want to work a job. I'm working enough now. I book enough to pay my bills. I'm just scared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just scared. So so what I did was is I just didn't look for another job. And the first time I paid all of my bills on DJ money, I said, there's no fucking way I'm getting a job ever again. And I never looked. And i just been living off of my creativity. The, the whole, And I love it. You know wow. what I'm saying? I absolutely love it, man. I decide when I work based on what I book. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I have a lot of skill sets, bro. Just being a creative, you learn how to do a lot of things. So, yeah, most people know me from the radio and that I'm a DJ. Yeah. But I've been graphic designer for 20 years. You know what Same. I'm saying? Anything that you see on my I designed it. You know, I have a, <clears throat> my wife and I have several businesses. Mm -hmm. I do marketing design for that stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, 
<clears throat> I've been an entrepreneur for years. Even though I had a job, this is why I had to tell myself, yeah. you've been in business for yourself for years. We had daycare, we had wine bar, you know what I'm saying? We had a party yeah. bus, you know what I'm saying? Just open studio 323 in Norman, you know, which is creative space, uh, uh, wine and DIY, you know what I mean? Like, I've been doing business for a long time at a high level of success. Mm -hmm. So, why not just use that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was that was the moment that I said I'm not gonna look back. And I, man, let me tell you, it's so cool to wake up on a Monday and not really realize it's Monday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you don't have to be anywhere. You just are where you are. Yeah, that's the most beautiful thing in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, I knew I wasn't going back. Now, granted, you know, we kind of in a recession. I might, hey, you know, see what Amazon got popping on the week. I thought about it, but it was like, man, nah. Cause Listen, you could probably get hired at Amazon and then not show up and still get paid for two months. That's what I need in my life. Because I keep hearing I mean. that happens. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ain't going to happen to me, though. I ain't even going to get it. It might. That. You never know. But what's your name? Yo, we heard about you. you just, nah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen, yo. You know what I'm saying? Um, Let me ask you a question. Have yes. you ever got behind the turntables? No. Never. Never. Okay. Rob wouldn't know what to press. You press play. <laughs> Where's the play button on him? <laughs> yeah, I've like I've been behind it in terms of like watching like Jalen DJ or okay. Brad. Okay. But I don't like I stay back. I got you. I don't even want to bump the thing. I got you. I got you. So but nah, that thing is I mean, I wouldn't be afraid to try it. Yeah. It's not gonna be no rhythm, so nobody should be partying. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ruin it. Well, I'm, I I could give you that opportunity to get behind the turntables, but it definitely won't be at a party. It'll oh, be like it. in here right now. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, not right now, but it'll be a moment like this where only people in the room is me. All right, bet. And you got Outcast and Ice Cube on the wall. They'll see it. So you oh. gotta. They're behind you. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, we're in the studio. Just uh, gotta make, you, got, you gotta make them proud. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think I could do it on the first try. Have fun, man. If you got, can you dance? I dance badly. Yeah. So I always tell people, right? Um, <laughs> if you can dance, you can DJ. Man, I might not be able to DJ. Then. If you can't dance, DJ ain't gonna be hard. It's gonna be harder. It's gonna be harder than it has to be. You know, like huh? when because if you have rhythm. There's certain things I can teach you, and you understand them better because you have rhythm. Uh, okay. You can do them because DJing, you're you're pretty much like, okay, so in a band, the drummer is the timekeeper. Mm -hmm. He keeps everybody in pocket, you know what I mean? And with DJing, it's no different when it comes to blending one song to the next song. So if you don't have rhythm, yeah, it's going to be hard for you to make two things that don't have the same beat, maybe not even the same cadence, but line up in certain dimension. Mm hmm and they become one, right? One sound, one yeah. unit. But if you don't have rhythm, you're not going to be able to get it in time. I say, no, I'd miss that every time. You're going to miss it. Like if I say, okay, count it down. One, two, three, go. Your goal is going to be either too early or too late. Oh, yeah. But then, you know, more practice and you'll, you'll start to get it. That's why I tell people, you'll still be able to do it. It's going to be much more difficult to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you can't dance, bro, like, you ain't got to really dance. Like, I don't dance, man. I'm old, man. I don't dance. What it is, bro, I'm just too, I'm too goofy. That, that's my problem. Is I, that what I, it is? I just get too goofy when oh, I dance. God. Does that make sense? Like, I just, yeah. I just get goofy. But if it. you can dance on beat, that's what I mean. I ain't saying you got to be, like, Usher. I catch the beat every now and again. You know what I'm saying? Or For sure, I catch the beat every now and again. You got to move like Jagger. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You melanated, bro. You supposed to have... Yeah, no, 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 no. I catch the beat every now and again. Okay. It just depends on the beat. If I'm not feeling it, no, I won't really, but... I've yeah. seen the videos. Not of you. <laughs> I'm going to say, I hope there's... What, what's your nationality, bro? Lebanese. Okay, so you know, like, outside of... Outside of... And where's Lebanon? Uh, Le Lebanon. Lebanon. Yeah. And where is so, it? So, Mediterranean. So, it's... uh, South... North... North of West? Saudi, right? Uh, yeah, north of uh, no, north of Africa. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, here's what I'm about to tell you, and you probably know this because you're Lebanese. Yeah. Right. So everybody thinks y'all are all the same. Anybody from that region, right? Oh, I mean, for just the most Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, you can generalize in that way. So the videos that I'm talking about come from somebody in Atlanta where they dub like they take the dance. It might be a spiritual dance that a bunch of men are doing, and then they put it over like a hip hop track. Is it, oh, is it at a wedding? It's probably. I don't it's, know. It's one of like they're all holding hands and like a yeah yeah. It's a, so that's a Lebanese wedding. Is that really? Yeah, I, I can't, I'm gonna mispronounce it because I don't know how to really like say it correctly. But how it's called you? like a a daybeck or D A B E K something like that wedding. How you gonna get it wrong, bro? I don't know, man. I was born <laughs> in Oklahoma. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> you just let the whole family down, bro. It's all right. They'll be all right. Whatever you had coming to you, man, it's not coming now. It's okay, man. It's it's okay. Like, yo, you had one job, man. You just got up there and you said you're from Oklahoma. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all good, man. I make it look good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you do what you got to do. So, all right. Well, yeah, so I didn't know that was Lebanese culture. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, we just look at it and say, yo, whoever did this is dope, though. They groove into whatever they oh, do on it's, this spot. Oh, it's, listen. My wedding's about to be lit. If that's but the case, I want to know. I want one of those. I want to be there. I gotta get my. I gotta make. I gotta make a video. I gotta put y'all on blast. Bro. I get in my own video. Who did that video? Brosco <laughs> did it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how did this get out? It's okay. It'll be, we I'm can in, have it on video. I'm in there. Bam. You know what I'm saying? Hitting y'all up. So if y'all ain't sweating, you didn't have a good time. Yeah. All right. So let. Okay. So let's talk about. Let's talk about your show and your ultimate goal. With your podcast, man, right now because that's gonna change. Oh yeah, no. Um, I would say right now. Um, we talked about it earlier. Actually, all right, I hinted at it. Okay. Right now, I think my goal, of my podcast, is it's just it's an outlet. Okay. So I think right now I am currently just figuring out how I'm gonna do it, how I wanted to make it sound, how I actually want to find my own voice within it. Does that make sense? It makes perfect. I joke about it like I'll probably find my my voice around episode twenty. Like yeah. it's just like as a joke yeah, about it you like know, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure around that time it'll be like I'll catch my flow around there. Yeah. Um. So that's why I joke. I joke about it like that. So that's, I guess right now that's the goal because okay. I, I you know I want to set realistic goals. Smart man. Um, and then but I also have my you know my joking my joke dream goal is uh, you know what can I do? You know uh, what what can I do to you know like be like the next Arab Joe Rogan or something. Okay, so I'll take um, that. so I joke like that, but you know, also be like my own unique person because you know, there's no there can only be the one Joe Rogan. Yeah, but I, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna tell you, and people think I'm crazy when I tell you know when they when I tell them this, the person that got me to want to do radio, mm -hmm. that really made me say I really want to go for that was Howard Stern. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, not really. Yeah, that that makes sense. But I grew up listening to black radio. I grew up listening to Tom Jordan Morning Show. You know, I'm from a small town, Lawton. And when I was growing up there, I could get Dallas radio stations. I had, like, speaker wire draped all over my room as an antenna. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I yeah. could pick up Dallas radio stations. So I always, you know, I, like, listen to black radio. Yeah. 
And it wasn't until I saw the movie, Private Parts, and it was funny as hell. I'm like, yo, this is hilarious. And then I bought the book. I'm a reader. And, you know, I'm old, so this is a real book. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With pages and paper. You said and, a lot of shots to people. just. And like, I read the book, right? And his book starts off with him describing a guy about to jerk off listening to his show. <laughs> it's how the book starts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for me, I'm like, yo, I want to do that. I don't want to have some guy jerking off. Like, I'll pause. Right? <laughs> but I'm saying I want to be able to just talk shit. Yeah, freely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, talk cash shit. And, and the thing about it is, is God loves me enough to say, yeah, brother, you're going to do that. Oh yeah, and I got to do that. That's something I noticed. Uh, um, have you read the? Uh, we talked. I think we talk, have you read the book, The Alchemist. No, but I I, I want to read it. Yeah, it you know it, I mean? it talks about that. Like once you kind of find your path, mm. the like universe actively works to make it happen. Yeah, and that, see, I'm gonna tell you something, man. I once I found out what because I never knew what it was about. Because yeah. Alchemist, I'm a hip hop guy. Alchemist to me is a producer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, Al, he's dope. You know what I mean? But um. In the last few years, I really been doing some searching, mm -hmm. you know soul searching. I start therapy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So shout out to therapy, yeah, man. Come on, man, life saver, life changer. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like, um, I just started finding out. I just started getting into books mm -hmm. a lot more, and but audio books now because I'm yeah. moving around. You know what I mean. It's easy to throw the headphones on and just keep moving. And I've been hearing about The Alchemist my whole, I ain't going to say my whole life, but for a very long yeah. time, just as a book. But who really wants to read a book? Somebody that's really, really trying to get introspective. So once I found out what that book was about, mm -hmm. it kind of scared me. I ain't going to lie. It's like because it's like reading the Bible, right? Once you read, you, you're accountable. Oh yeah, <laughs> you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying. There's no way around that. Because now, now you know, now you know the rules. You know, now, you know. now you know. Yeah. It's like once you're your parent, like this is your one, but for the going forward, you know this is wrong. Exactly. So when it comes to books like that, you know, it's yeah. like uh, I know it's some superpower in there. Oh no, 100. percent Or uh, no, okay, it's not. Let me, let me. Okay, it's not in there. You already have it. It's just like it's like a key. It just kind of is like, oh, shit. So now I'm going to have to read this book. You know that now. Oh, you have to. Yeah, I have to read I 100% this book. I 100% I'd recommend Yeah, I'm going to have to read this book because you're giving me a perspective on the book that's really making me think about, like, yo, why don't you want to grow? But well, that, that's that's what basically the book tells you. It's you know like, what I'm saying? Don't you want to grow? Yeah, don't you want to do that? Because we want you to do that. So if you just start, well, you know, we'll help. Yeah, I got to go read this damn book now. Thank you very much. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. I think the book for you might be more like I, you're definitely going to learn something from it. Yeah, for sure. I don't think at any point, like you could read it as a, you know, a hundred year vet. Like not that you're not that old. I'm not saying. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but like, it, it's one of those things. Like, I think you, everyone's going to gain something from it or for get sure. a different perspective on something for sure. Just the way it presents. The, Cause it doesn't present it in like a preachy way. It presents it like it's a child story. I'm like, quite sure my Like DreamWorks can make a movie out of it. Has read that book, The Alchemist. Oh yeah. She's man, she's she gangster, bro. Bro, the, with the books. She gangster anyway in the skirt, but <laughs> <laughs> with the books for real. Like she's very, very smart. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. She really, 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 really to my detriment in an argument understands human psychology. Oh yeah. And the power of the universe. She really gets it. I oh, one hundred percent. I got me some little stones and stuff. I tried to, hey, well, you know what I'm saying? Chakras and she, like, uh -huh. she looked at me like, boy, stop. You talking to me? 
<laughs> so stop. She checked it real quick. She read the 48 Laws of Power. Oh, yeah. And applies it, though. Really? I can't fight that. You, what are see, you that's, that's commendable because I've you known know a lot of people I mean? who have read that that don't really apply any of it. That's like, really just to, wasted their time reading yeah, it. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. She applied. We had this conversation often, and, and it's not even to talk about her doing a moment about me, but I mean, that's that's my one. That's We are one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like we have the conversation of, okay, dude, I'm just having a cannabis moment, right? I don't know what the hell we was just talking about. What was uh, I saying? You were talking about uh, your wife being gangster. Yeah, you don't know either. Yeah, no, I had you a cannabis. Fire, moment. bro! <laughs> you so fire right now. I went to short headphone cord. Damn, it'll come back in a minute, man. That's where that's. Yeah, we'll circle right. around yeah, to it. But we're gonna have to come back because I promise that's a real moment. It's like it's gone. Oh, there you go. Whatever was there, it was gone. We're talking gone. about alchemists and forty-eight laws of power, applying knowledge, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's what we're talking about. All right, so applying knowledge. Yeah, most people don't. Mm-mm. They read, they consume a bunch of shit, good shit. Oh, yeah. But they never apply it. They just talk about it. You know what I mean? And applying application is where the growth happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's where the challenge happens. Why do you think people don't do that? Of course. I'm telling you why. I've, I've been knowing about the alchemist for how long? Forever, yeah. right? But now you've convinced me to read it. Oh, there you know you what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm happy you know I could have done it. I did that. It because it's like, yo, like, okay. Like, I'm going to throw it on the phone. When I leave, I got a nice 20, 30, no, about 30 minutes drive. On an audio book, man, yes, a couple chapters, right. maybe. You never know. But my right. point is, it's that easy to do. Oh, yeah. To, to get this. So the next time I talk to you, I'm mean, y'all read the book. And right. we can talk. That's a whole other conversation. It's oh, like yeah. Elevation is the goal. Bro. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those things. There's a saying in the book, and you'll hear it because they say it over and over. Um, I So there's a dispensary by my house. Mm. Uh, I'm cool with one of the uh, the guy the the butt tenders there. Shout out to Skyler, by the way. Right on. Um, he uh, we we always talk all the time. Like we always have our little you know our our, our you know our cannabis high talks you know outside the <laughs> shop and shit. So we yeah. you know we're shooting the shit. We're talking. He's like, man, I like you, man. He's like, I saw him at the pocket. He's like, you should read this book. He's like, I think you'd like it. And it was The Alchemist. Okay. And I had just met Jalen probably three weeks ago. Okay. Um, but it was all strictly business with Jalen for sure. And then. He handed me the book. I read it. Next time I saw Jalen, I mentioned the book. Mm. And Jalen lifted up his arm yeah. and had the sayings tatted it right on his arm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah. So, it was one of those things where, like, and the book teaches you to kind of, like, pay attention to the universe when it's giving you an omen. Mm. And that right there is, like, once you start asking yourself the right questions, you start seeing things. <sighs> So it's like, it's a small world for a complete stranger who doesn't know Jalen to gift me a book. I read, mention it, and Jalen has it tatted on his arm. Yeah, that's scary. You see what I'm You get where I'm going? So yeah, like, I'm it's, dead. and that's what kind of made me believe in like, oh, okay, all right, the alchemist wasn't lying. If you really just follow it, mm. and boom, you're good so, to go. I'm going to tell you, man, self-actualization is what that makes me think about. And once you realize who you are, what you are, what your purpose is, and you have a strong desire to live a purpose-filled life. And I'm only speaking from my personal experience, but I know I've said this before out loud, and people have heard me and say, man, I agree with that because I've done that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Once you start living in that way, that happens. Oh, yeah. so I'm interested. I'm more than interested about what this book is going to open up because I know I'm going to say, I've done that. 
I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I've, I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. that. And it's probably going to confirm a lot of things. Like what you're telling me, like when I listen to what you say about how you met Jalen and how the alchemist came up within the context of y'all meeting mm-hmm. and, and having a conversation and whatnot. It's, you know, something I say all the time. God don't make no mistakes, man. When I'm, when I, when I meet somebody and it just, you don't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought when I met you, we'd be here today. Exactly. You know, what that's saying? what I'm saying. That, that's what I was telling you is like, cause yeah. it, it just, it boom, it just started happening. I, and I'm, but I'm aware of it happening. Right. I see it happening and it's reaffirming me every single day yeah, to just keep doing it. Cause it keeps working. Yeah. And even if it doesn't work, it's already proven to me that like, nope, that's just, 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 we're good. Just keep going. It's going to work. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I'm just, I have complete trust in it at this point. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're supposed to do. If you really believe in something, if you really believe in something, man, and it's something solid, mm-hmm. you can't be like, you know, I want to put marshmallows on my tires and do spin outs. You know what I mean? Like, if you really didn't, didn't, didn't go for that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And according to what you're telling me, the universe will react to what you're doing. It will react. It to wants that. to help you. Yeah. So, like, it's, people are like, oh, that was against me. It's like, no, no, no. You might just be on the wrong path. Right. It's trying to correct you. Right. So, it, it's and it's about, like, a, like I, I kind of use my, I don't want to, you know, call him my dad, but, like, he kind of, he, he's explaining the past where he's had an op- opportunity to invest in this and invest in that. Mm. Um, and and by, by no means has that man, he's given us an amazing life, by the way, yeah. as an immigrant, raising three boys, yeah, going to call, sure. like, Hundred percent, knock that shit out the ballpark. You got two brothers. Oh yeah, y'all used to jump people back in the day, didn't you? <laughs> Believe it or not, my brothers, we do really, really get closer till we got older. Yeah, I can see that. Huh. I got two brothers. It was almost like we had just completely different friends. And Amir, the youngest, was you know he was just the youngest, so he was always at home. Y'all so. punk him. You did. Yeah, we did. I know we you did. did. We did. I know you did. You we wrestled. Did. I know. I'm, you I'm, did. I'm ashamed of it, but we did. Yeah. Hey, in his defense, he was a very good wrestler. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it don't make it any more right, but because <laughs> it's mental, bro. But he, he was whooping people's ass, yeah, though. Yeah, I bet he was. I bet he was. That man wrestled on a torn ACL. Oh wow, yeah, different, different. And then and the guy from and the and the dude still couldn't pin him. Sad. Uh, he's tough. Oh yeah, but what was I saying? Um, we were talking about the universe and all kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah, just and it it genuinely. The book just kind of opens up that perspective. The way it, I I don't know how to explain it other than just the way it presents the material. I got you. So let me ask you this Um, DJ related. Okay. Who's your favorite DJ? Man. Do you have one? You might not have one. I really, honestly, I don't have one. Yeah. I don't have one. Like, honestly, like lately, I have been listening to a lot of like Jalen stuff on uh, not Spot or Spotify and uh, SoundCloud. He's a beast, bro. Bro, the dude's a whole other animal. He doesn't stop. Nah, and I respect the hell out of it. Nah, he doesn't stop, man. But like, so I've been listening to a lot of his stuff. But honestly, I could be—I could be honest with—I like I listen to. It. I just kind of watch everyone's social media now, mm-hmm. so I kind of hear some of their music. I got you. But I notice some people don't really have a lot of links to to get to consume their music. I can tell you, I don't. I'm the worst, bro. Like I, I know that was like that. Jalen stands out in that is. You, if you want to listen to Jalen, you, you don't have to go him. see Jalen live. Nah, you can find them, man. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you so. That is one of the things I admire DJs that can put that work in. Yeah. That really can be creative and produce. And, and because I'm, by trade, yeah, I'm a DJ first. But like I was telling you, I'm an entrepreneur, man. Yeah. I got a lot of shit going on. And I don't, to do, to be in the mental space to record 
you got to really be able to just block some shit out now. Oh, yeah. You got to disappear from the world. What literally. I might like, start doing, though, is is taking it old school and recording my live sets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And recording those and putting those out because you got I DJ multiple times a week. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to lie. I'm good enough to where I can just push record and go. So it's like if I just record the live set, put that out, people can still get the flavor. They can still see what I'm going okay. I don't just play the same stuff every week or the same type of mix. Like, I'm going to read the crowd. That's one of the yeah. cool things about being, you know, a, a weirdo, beardo, slightly <laughs> empath, slightly ADHD, slightly OCD at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like you kind of understand what's in the room. I exactly. feel the energy, you know? So you know. You know where to go with it. So the vibe's right. going to change, you know? I think that... uh I think that if I do that, because that's a, that's probably a reason why a lot of DJs don't have content up. They don't have the time. Mm -hmm. They don't make the time. You know, Jalen makes the time. Oh, yeah. If anybody just not tuning in, tapped in, Jalen is DJ like Bright. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stone. But yeah, you got to really make time to do that. There was a time where I did, but I ain't had kids. I ain't had businesses. Yeah. I just, you know, oh, I want a DJ to then record it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I would do that. And I put that shit out. I make a mixtape. It'd be a big deal for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Huh. I, I do miss that part of the game, though. You know, making a mixtape, a real physical, well, mix CD. What's stopping you from doing it right now? Uh, it's time, bro. Okay. You feel me? Like, you know, like time. But I got to make time to do it because I love that part of me. Yeah. That creative That's part. That's what I'm saying. Take like a little vacation time. Be like, hey, this is a vacation. Boom. Next thing you know, you record. Yeah. That's what they say. Give yourself then, the excuse. And, and then, listen, and then I'm one of them creative. So I got to feel it. I don't feel it right don't feel now. It right now. Not, the energy's not right. I'm one of them. That procrastination. No, no, no. Because you're... You no, know, you, say, you, you know, go ahead and say it. It's that procrastination. That's you get exactly to the point where you're like, okay, now I actually have to do this. And now I'm just... Uh, you know, I'm not... Nah. That's, and, and that's the gift and the curse on keeping it real with you. That's the gift and the curse of this studio. And I got it. Because this is why... So this... The, we're at the Creative Clubhouse Studio. Um... 243 West Wilshire, Sweet D, Oklahoma City, 73116. And this came about because I got tired of doing this at home. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? And because I had grown the live streams at the time to the point where now I'm doing interviews as if I'm a radio station. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I got an artist. You got a new <laughs> song. I want to get them on your podcast. You know, yeah. Bring them in, talk to them. Yeah, cool, I can do that. But in the back of my mind, I don't want to come to my fucking house, though. Yeah. Because I don't really know you like that. I'm yeah. weird like that, too. You know, kind well, That's of, not a while. I don't know that. You might not be weird on that one. Yeah. Though. Yeah, so, so you, it's you like, might be yeah, this, normal on that. This is the crib, though. I sleep here. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, I know y'all don't mean no harm, but I don't really like people knowing exactly where I live. Yeah, just too many people just knowing where I live. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. At the time, it was, it was very secure. You couldn't just sleep yeah. to where my crib was. Like... You know, you can use the elevator. You had the key fob. It was locked down, but yeah. I, it's just knowing, though. Like, yo, but you know, like, what my couch looked like. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, like, if you need to use my bathroom, you know, it's a Brasco bathroom. Got a glass door. And it's like, <laughs> boom, boom, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, it's a crib, bro. <laughs> so a lot of times I would have to meet people somewhere or, you know, keep it real, almost curving. And, but once I knew the demand was higher than what I wanted coming in my private, I was like, I had to find a space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this was that. This was me meeting Chop uh, at the store, just hanging out. And 
him saying out loud, man, I'm thinking about getting the space, do some creativity, you know what I'm saying, stuff, you know. And I'm like, shit, let's partner. Where at? And he was like, yo, well, the people next door, you know, they about yeah. to move out. And I'm like, yo, you want to get that space? Because I'm already, you know, I got a wine bar. I've had daycares. Like, I'm, you know, yeah. he has a store. So we're both kind of not well-versed, but we're familiar with commercial leases. We're not scared to go lease a commercial yeah, it ain't shit to it. Okay, yeah, you know, you know the game. There's, there's no guessing in it. You know, nah. The game. How much yeah. it cost, yo? Net three is okay. How much this shit really cost? Okay, yeah. bet. All right, bet. So let's do it, and and that's what we did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I literally took the setup that I was using in my crib and bought it here. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. the shit on the walls to the stuff we sitting on. You know what I'm saying? Just bought it here. And originally, this room was gonna be an online radio station. Oh. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I still may do that, you know, just have a permanent setup that's in here. You could just Twitch stream um, that. Exactly. You know, do the online station, or, or if it's not an online station, well, it still would be that, but it would be, an, you know, a media app. Yeah. You know, just put it in the app, and then people could download it and do all that stuff, but still have access to all the live streaming shit mm-hmm. that I do. Yeah. But a place for the content to live, for sure. Yeah. Cool. See that? Yeah. Oh, rolling another one up? I mean, you got to drive home. That, that, that wasn't me, uh, <laughs> like, arguing. I'm just, you know, yeah, man, I, mean, I was just pointing it out so the podcast and so the audience knows what's happening. Yeah, it's just vibes, man. Right. It's vibes, man. It's, you come in and the energy's right. Why not? You just kick back and uh, just talk about things. Oh, man. You know Listen, I feel like I've been high for, like, a very, like, at least, at least 100 hours straight right now at this point. I don't even know. Really? Where I went to a rave Saturday. How was the rave? Bro, it was my first rave. <laughs> I've never been to a rave, bro. bro I've never won. It was amazing. One, though. It was amazing. I couldn't hear. I, my right ear ringed for about the day, you know, day and a half after, but that's fine. It was worth it. Well, you was one of those guys standing in front of the speaker. Oh, you yeah. Know, we got up real, yeah, real close. Yelling out all night and never moved from the speaker. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I moved, but like, you know, not far. <laughs> Clearly, you couldn't hear out of one ear. Bro, it was great. It was fun, man. Would you do it again? Oh, 100% I'd do it again. Did y'all go streaking through the quads? (laughs) No, I didn't go streaking through the quads. Okay, then y'all wouldn't party in there. Listen, honestly, (laughs) if I get back to my eight-minute mile, I'm willing to do that. I should be able to that around any cop. No cops running an eight-minute mile. I don't know too many people running an eight-minute mile. I can't. I can't now. I used to be able to. Let me clarify. I can't now. I used to be able to. If I go to the gym... First of all, I can't get on a treadmill longer than like five, ten minutes because my knees get to just mm. we change get the on. incline. So I get on the yeah, nah, doesn't really work out for the kid. You know what I'm saying? So okay, okay. okay. What I do is I get on the elliptical. Okay, it's, it's light impact, but you still burn calories. And if I can do like a 12 minute mile, you can't tell me nothing. But 12 minute mile, psh, fat, and I don't ever do this. 12 minute mile, I'm good because what comes with that 12 minute mile. It's 45 more minutes of fucking working out. You know what I'm saying? On that thing. Yeah. So if I can do a 12-minute mile, that sets a really good pace for me. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It's worth like an hour, it's four miles. You know what I'm saying? But I'm fat, so I'm burning a gazillion calories. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I graduated high school wearing a 38, and I'm still wearing that. And I've been out of high school almost 30 years. Man. Yeah. So I'm cool with that 12-minute mile. I got up to like a 56. You lost a lot of weight, bro, because ain't no way you close to that now, fam. No, no, no. I'm not close to that right now. No, I was a big boy. So let me ask you this. Okay. If you were a DJ, All right. what would be the first song you played? <laughs> the first song? I don't even know. I don't even know how to go about figuring that out. I mean, what do you want to hear? What's your favorite song right now? 
right now. And is your favorite song a song that you can play in the club? Because that's a question that most people don't ask themselves before they request records. Uh, yeah, I vibe with this to my car. It doesn't mean it's going to work in here. Yeah, they really think it will, though. Dude, like, just play it. I promise you, man. Just play it. <laughs> You're going to see. Everybody's going to die. You're going to see. <laughs> they tell you that shit? What? Oh, my God. Hey, man. Hey, look here, man. I had a dude come up to me just like, hey, man, look here, man. My name is such and such. I don't even fucking know. No clue. But he's like, man, hey, you got to play my new, because it's going to have them. I was like, man, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to play it. I don't, I don't, and I'm not being disrespectful. <laughs> I'm telling you how to, because I tell them. Because they'll wait all night, bro. They'll wait. All, what? You tell an artist? <laughs> this is an artist, not somebody wanting to hear an artist. An artist. Yo, I'll, I'll get to you. You know what I'm saying? They're going to wait all night for you to play this shit. And if My you don't God. fucking play it, man, you 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 fuck boy after that. Oh man, fuck him or her if it's a female DJ. Like they take that shit so personal, but they respect you when you tell them no. If you respectfully tell them no. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm and I'm one of the DJs that you actually can request songs from. I actually want you to come. I, I like taking requests. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know every fucking song. Yeah. I smoke a lot, so <laughs> I can't even remember. Every song you're using the audience to keep up to date. That's smart. I mean, it works because I mean, why not ask? That's data. That's oh yeah, feedback. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, that's free money. What do you want to hear? Uh. What's gonna have you putting your hands up? Uh. And they come tell me. You know what I'm saying? And we party. I'm gonna now. Ninety five percent of what you hear is I'm, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna kill him with this record. Yeah. But the other five percent is somebody saying it's my birthday, man. I just want to know if you can play uh, <laughs> Terrible Net. It's a comedy album. It's some bullshit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what, uh, what's the most obscure? Just like, what the? F you you want me to play what? Oh man, I was DJing that you ended up actually playing. Yeah, that you were just you know what? Damn. All right, I'm about to see if I can find the playlist so I can because <clears throat> I really don't know if. Uh, I can't remember the name of the artist. I'm telling you that that's gone, right? But the actual, hold on, let's see here. The actual, let's see. It was a song, bro. It was such a horrible fucking song. <laughs> but the wedding was was insane because the wedding. Uh, the wedding was. Jeez, it was some long ass. It was a was it a Jehovah's Witness and a Catholic person? We're getting married? Yeah, it was some <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. And Is that allowed? It was that day. <laughs> so I don't know or, the rules of regulation or, or, on that. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It was a um Oh no, I gotta plug up this laptop. Sorry about the noise. It was a... A Mormon marrying a, it was a white guy. Obviously, he's Mormon. They're all, and the and the bride was Mexican. Either either Mexican, or no, if she wasn't Mexican, she was Colombian. Because she had Colombian. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to like stereotype, but most likely she was Catholic. Oh, I know she was. I talked to the parents. They booked me. The Catholic parents <laughs> booked me because they remember I was saying you had a wine bar, right? This is in Houston. The Catholic parents were spending the money on this. They spent a lot of money on it. 
So hear me out. Is this Mormon rich? <laughs> okay, let me shut up. I'll stop talking. I don't, I don't know, but it was wild, bro, because they booked me to DJ at my wine bar. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, man, oh, you're a DJ. You can help us out kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what do you got? You know? And uh, they were like, listen, we need a DJ for our daughter. She's getting married. And I said, okay, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on a second. All right, you're good. Hook that thing up to an iPhone, good to go. Right. If I don't do this, there's no more show. It's gonna be like a what's the online joint? Hey, Mr. George, <laughs> how much for the new guy? Twenty bucks? <laughs> no, it's no, too much. That's too much money. It's too much money, Mr. George. <laughs> I watch that probably on different videos at least 20, 30 times a day. Bro, that shit. Yeah. Some of those. Some of those. Listen, the internet. Has shown us so many comedians. It's undefeated, bro. It's Un- undefeated. So, uh, Joel Alstein beat it. Joel Alstein, I okay. Put a thumbtack in that. So <laughs> they booked me. The parents booked me to do this wedding, and they're like, "Look, it's gonna be kind of strange. It's uh-huh. gonna be different. It's at a church. Okay, and it's at the Mormon church." In Houston, Texas, bro. Okay. Right? And all you have to do is play these songs. Everything has to be clean. It has to be clean. And it wasn't that they spent a lot of money on the wedding, because they didn't. They spent a lot of money on me, though. Oh, there you go. And that was cool. But it was... It's the, not your wedding. It was. It was <laughs> the craziest thing, because... I've never seen conservative people like Mormons. There's no disrespect to how they party. They mm-hmm. party the ass off, but in the most conservative way. Like they had me play some song and they said, <clears throat> when you play this song, please play it all the way through. Cause they know DJs. Are, we out yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, and, uh, so it was one of those things like, you got to play this song, play it all the way through. Like, I'm really over here just popping right now. That's really what's going on. Popular guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I got to Hold on, let's see. Let me find that button. All right. Um, so, I play this song. I cue it up. The song's like eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. That's like four songs in 2022. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, as a DJ, you bored as shit. Playing just, an eight minute song. Oh, so you just playing it sitting there, playing it because they're like, yo, because this is not, not, hey, just we just want you to kind of, you know, host, make a few announcements, but really we just getting through this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's really the energy, bro. And they're hella cool, hella cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm the only black person there, <laughs> and I'm the DJ. It's Mormons on this side. Catholics on this side. What is this place? It's, <laughs> exactly. What the fuck? Exactly. I want to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so this is what happens. I play the song, and at about the four minute, 50 second spot in this song, it's not really a bass drop. It's not really a drop, but it's something that apparently everybody that knows this song, because it's a lot of people up there, they hear this shit and they get up. <laughs> and they're just kind of 
turning up in this Laura Ingalls kind of fucking Little House on the Prairie way, right? And it don't. It's I never seen this shit before. And I'm watching, and I want to tape them. I want to record them, but I know I can't because it's like, yo, like the, the black guy. There's no reason for you to record this because. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're about to make a reel or some shit. And reels ain't even popping in. Yeah. So you're going to put it on Facebook or wherever you're going to do. You're not recording this. Yeah. Type, you know, so, and nobody's approached me, but I just know the vibe. It's like, yeah, no, I can't even tape this. I just got to remember it. <laughs> so I'm watching. It just seared into your Which brain. is why I can tell you so vividly yeah. what happened. Like, I'm watching, and then the little drop happens, and the beat changes, and it's still lame as shit. But it's the turn up part of the song, and they turn the fuck up. <laughs> I'm talking about hands in the air type shit. Like if it was back in the day, they would have grabbed their little skirts and did the little, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like pulled it up above the knee. Like they was turning the fuck up on this song. I wish I knew this. I wish I had the song, bro. I don't have it. That's funny. I'm so, and really what it is, is I don't have the, the right hard drive to pull up the playlist that it's on. Because it's like, man, yo. I was like, you basically described a scene from like a Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, bro. I'm trying to tell you. If he ever listens to this podcast, which would be amazing, that would be awesome. But uh, movie idea right there. Yeah, listen, because that shit is, <laughs> bro. It was funny. It was so funny, man. Because I literally was sitting there like, yo, this is different. What the? Why? Why am I here? Yeah, because God wanted me to get this money. Man, <laughs> that's tell you what. That's what that was. God, man. God got you paid and entertained you at the same oh, time. Oh man, it was so entertaining. It was just, it was, it was like, yo, nobody's gonna believe this. Nobody. Like just me trying to explain the wedding dynamic because weddings are, weddings are. Expensive. That is a crazy dynamic. I'm not gonna lie. That's that's how that, Bro, how does that even like? Listen, I don't even know how they met. That gives me. You know what that does? That tells me that like, no matter what your families think of your partner, it really doesn't matter. Nah, and, and it should also tell you, there's somebody for everybody. And they'll still show up to the wedding. Oh, they're going to show up. Exactly. Oh, it was food, yo. It was food there. Free food. Yeah, it was food there. So I, that was cool. There was no alcohol. Which was crazy, considering you got Latino on this side. Yeah, what? You got Mormons on this side, but everybody drinks. I don't give a fuck where you from. Oh, everybody drinks. Everybody drinks. You know you're just hiding it for this one or two people. Everybody fucking drinks. Like everybody smokes. Yeah, everybody smokes. That's one thing I talk about. My wife sees it now. It's like, you're right. Everybody fucking smokes. Everybody smokes. Everybody smokes. Yeah, and, and you can just tell the ones that make good enough money they don't give a shit. So they they don't even try to hide it. Yeah, why? Huh. But why hide it if you why hide even, it? But anyway? either way, you don't need to hide it, but Some that's do. the mentality behind it. And that's what I I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Shout out to Jay Paul. General Jay Paul is my guy. Um he got me to understand because I would not, I didn't want to smoke on camera. I didn't mm -hmm. want to, I, you know what I'm saying? I still, with a cannabis card and police are tripping. Oh, shit. He's <laughs> laughing like, what the fuck are you scared for? Yeah. It's legal. You're good. Why are you worried about it? Why are you looking like we doing something wrong? He's like, that's the problem. Ain't nothing wrong with what we doing. It's legal and it's medicine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The cops don't even question it anymore. Man, listen. At least I don't think they do. They don't give a damn about no weed. Now, you can't ride around smoking backwards, get pulled over. Well, yeah. You can't be doing nothing crazy. But. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to go to jail, even though I did <laughs> with J-Po. <laughs> smoking backward on the highway. Got pulled over five minutes after we pulled uh, to put it out. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Actually, no. I'm going to say cop got behind us 
five minutes after we put it out. Mm. And then for the next 15 minutes, he rode in my blind spot. Because the car that I had um, had like one of those tinted mm-hmm. things on the license plate. And my car was dirty at the time, so he couldn't read my plate. Uh-huh. And the law is, I found out that day, is they have to be able to read your license plate from 15 feet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because of that and the dirt, you couldn't see my tag. So that's why he pulled me over. But here's the deal. I'm high as giraffe ass. <laughs> I ain't even going to lie, yo. I'm dumb high. Because we just smoked the back. You ever smoked backwoods? Mm-hmm. All right, so you know it's different than smoking a joint. You it hits backwoods. completely like, different. Wow, like, you know what I'm saying? And Jay Paul rolled it. Oh shit! So that's probably fat. Yeah, bro, he's a three five in the wood all day. Oh yeah, kind of guy. So, luckily, in our irresponsible behavior, we were somewhat responsible, or at least smart enough to empty the ashtray, get everything out of the car that would make it look like we're smoking in the car, other than the smell of weed. Of course, burnt cannabis and non-burnt cannabis don't have the same smell. So a cop knows if you've been smoking in a fucking car. Yeah. So he pulls me the fuck over. Now, after driving at 10 and 2 for 15 minutes with that fucking cop right there, I'm talking about I'm in Beamer, so I'm straight line. Like, I'm holding that bitch, right? <laughs> like, yo, if he pulls me over, it ain't because I fucking swerved. I'm cruise control. I mean, you didn't drive on the highway. Yeah. You got to do smart things. Sorry, gas one and two. Keep your ass from going to jail for speed. Yeah. You're doing some dumb shit that they would take you to jail for. I ain't doing no dumb shit that they take me to jail for, or was I? point is this he pulls us over <laughs> and he's talking to us you know i pulled you know actually i don't i wasn't speeding you know and i'm not you know i'm not trying to give him no shit either because i don't know what kind of fucking cops pulling me over mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying just keeping it real so what ends up happening is i find out why he tells me it's about the license plate but he's like you know um let me go ahead and see your license and you know what I'm saying make sure your insurance did his part yeah. So then he comes back to the car after doing that, says, you know, I'm going to let you off for the warning. Just, you know, hey, you got to remove that. You know, you can't. It's not being a dick. He's like, but now I got to ask you, <laughs> you got any marijuana in the car? Man. He's like, well, yeah, we do. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. do. He's like, okay. Well, you know, can I see your car? I just got to, you know, just say, you know, I have to ask, say I've seen him. You know, yeah. I smell the weed in the car, you know. But then he asked, now the whole time he's talking to me because I'm the driver, he's doing an unofficial sobriety test on me. And I can I figured it out real fucking quick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's talking to me, but he's also doing the whole Bill Clinton thumb thing. And I'm tracking the thumb because I realize what the fuck's going on because if I don't do this, he's going to yank me out of his fucking car. Yeah. In a very nice way. So I need to step out for a second though. because I. So the whole time he's talking, he's doing his eye contact thing and he's really trying to see, yo, are you really... And in my mind, I'm like, yo, I just nailed this motherfucking... 15 minutes, bro. Like, I just killed it. You know I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then he's like, you guys ain't riding up and down the highway blowing marijuana, are you? No. Not at all. Ever. All right. <laughs> Y'all have a nice day. Let us go. There you go. I'll take it every time. <laughs> every fucking time. But yeah, so I try my best not to get pulled over while smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever been pulled over smoking. No, nah, you don't want to. I don't I've want never, to. I've never experienced that. I don't want to. Hell no, man. I wouldn't know what to do. So that's why, you know, blow the trees on the inside. Don't get behind the wheel if you've been smoking. I would probably just offer the cops on. Yeah. But uh, so listen, when I was working <laughs> that um that job, though, at AT&T, is when 
I was here in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and cannabis became legal for the medical like it is now. Yeah. And then, so at that point, I started interviewing cops when they would come in the store because I didn't have a card at the time. Yeah. So I started interviewing them to find out what the culture and climate was, of, you know, with law enforcement and cannabis. And their whole thing is we ain't going to sit and do hours of paperwork over some shit that's legal. Yeah. Or if you don't have a card, we ain't trying to do hours of paperwork for what can honestly be looked at as a personal stash, especially if you ain't high. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to deal with that shit. He's sitting there. Doing hours of paperwork. Well, the cops straight just do not care anymore. Because a motherfucker want to smoke a joint on his way home, like yo, let him have one. Probably sucks. <laughs> you know That's probably the cops is like, honestly, I'm shit. Can I smoke one on the way home? Fucking job. So today sucked. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Would you ever be in law enforcement? Me? Yeah. Nah, I couldn't do it. I but I think that's more because I like to create. I, I love, couldn't. I couldn't do anything that's so structured. I yeah. Does that make sense? I just wouldn't th- like. I'm sure I could probably do it. That make do it, but like, yeah. I would not be. I'd be miserable. You wouldn't enjoy it. Though, I'd be right? miserable. I know. Okay. I, I couldn't do it, man. A hundred percent. I let everybody go though. Would Unless you, you just like did something heinous, like I. Everybody gets off. Oh, everybody. One hundred percent. Yeah, you stole from Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven is billion dollar company. They you can take that You're gonna be a beat cop forever. They're gonna put you in a high school. Could you ever be a cop in a high school? Imagine you're a cop in a high school and somebody just comes in. Yeah. One cute teacher makes it worth it. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a joke. God, God. I'm not really like that. That's a joke. That was a joke. I don't believe, I don't believe that you're like that, bro. No, no, no. That was a not joke. Really. But yeah. No, uh, ugh, no, I couldn't do it. 100% I'd punch the shit out of a kid. You think you would? Oh, yeah. No, listen. Or put him in a... A high school kid, a high school kid, as far as I'm concerned, you're old enough to know what the fuck you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) No. You can cash these fucking hands. That's not how this goes. You're serious. Hey, these hands hands are rated E for everyone, okay? I believe you, but not really. No, I would. You're too chill to do that, bro. No, that's more just for the joke. Yeah, value. But it's some little high schools probably need a little straightening, but, you know, I don't think violence is... That's the thing. I'm going to talk better shit than any high school kid, so... Yeah, I hope so. Hey, but they be talking that shit now, though. Bro, that this new generation just does not give a damn. They don't. They'll talk about your dead family members. They don't care. Where's their leadership? For them? Yeah. It's probably going to be like my generation. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Because, I mean, my brother falls under that, that generation, so. So, are you the oldest? Yeah. Okay. 29. I got you. So, you're the oldest, and you got two brothers. No, yep. no sisters. No sisters. Okay. So, what's the, what's the Thanksgiving... Like, I'm Lebanese. Do you celebrate things? So, you're from Oklahoma. So. Our, so, my family dynamic, I don't want to say it's weird. I'm just because there's probably lots of different examples of different people. But, mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm, my brothers and I, my cousins were first generation American. Okay. So, we have, you know, our Ramadan and everything, but okay. we do celebrate just Thanksgiving and we have Christmas dinner, things like that. Really? Yeah. So, okay, I got you. That makes sense. Now, we didn't always like exchange gifts or do gifts during Christmas. Every dining game we, do, we did. Okay. Um, so how does that work, adopting another culture, like adopting a Western culture, man? You know what I'm saying? Because according to the movies. <laughs> that's the thing, though, is I wasn't really adopting anything. I was living in both worlds at the same time. Okay. That makes sense. So I just kind of, to me, it's like I'm not adopting one or the other. I'm just kind of like, I do both. You exist. Yeah. In I the do, world. Yeah. You're living in the world. That's huh. the world you live in. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm more of a product of those two worlds existing together versus. So I bet you that would be an interesting conversation to have with your father. Oh, yeah. You know, 
because your father's an immigrant, right? Mm-hmm. So he comes from one way of living. Yep. To a place where and he grew up on a farm too in Lebanon. So that means he was isolated. So he mm-hmm. really only knows that. Well, only knew that until yeah. outside of education. And he didn't live so, in Oklahoma when he first. He moved to Boston when he first moved here. A lot of people did. They came uh. over there because they went to the port cities. Uh. You know what I mean? Depending on how they got here. Uh. You know. Um. But but even outside of that. You know, you, you get to where you can get too fast. And oh, cheap. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, it's like, okay. Especially when you're just trying to get started with stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to go here and I'm going to start here and I'm going to work my way in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think for him, it turned into what it is now. He's raising children. Was was he married? Were your parents married when he came? So, um, I've never met these people, but uh, my dad did have a marriage before my mom. And they did have a kid, I think. But I've never met either of these people. Wait, say, wait, what? Yeah. So I have a stepbrother that I've never met. Okay. Yeah. I got you. And not to like make it sad or anything. It's going to sound bad, but I honestly don't really have the desire to meet. Is that is that bad? Wait. Hold or am on. I just not that sentimental of a person? I don't know. Uh, it ain't time for that yet. When it's something like that that you got a question, right? It could be like a big emotional thing. Huh. It's not logic, right? This is emotion. That's the thing. I don't feel like it would. I mean, just I guess me in the right now is saying that. That's what I'm saying. So, okay, okay. It, ain't, it ain't time for that. Yet. Yeah. You know, I didn't feel anything. For, I grew up with a stepfather. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you grow up with a stepfather, you know there's a biological father. Yeah. There's some fucking way, right? Well, I knew where mine was. Yeah. Right? And I never connected with him until I was 34. Uh-huh. You feel me? And it was because it was time. And I didn't know it was time. My brother told me it was time. I was going through some manhood shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, you need to call. And because the questions you have, he's the only person that can really answer those. Fair enough. So I called. And I got all the answers that I needed. And we got really close. So you grew up with a stepfather. Mm, for sure. For sure. William Earl, that's my guy. I might have to ask you some questions off he podcast. He, he country as shit, too. Yeah, you ask me whatever. It's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah, I grew up with a stepfather, and I am a stepfather. You know what I'm saying? I really got to ask you some yeah, questions. Yeah, bro. Yeah, what are you talking about? I'm talking old, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, got, I have four children, man. Two from my first marriage and two huh. stepdaughters, beautiful daughters. So what's that like? Um, it's great, bro. I love being a dad. And, you know, my, my father, man, he, he was he's really dope. I ain't gonna lie, he's dope as yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I say that now because growing up he was he was he was harsh. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He was harsh because he was very stern, but fun. And he was a lot. My yeah. dad was a lot. My dad was in the army for over twenty years. And when he came into my life, he was actually a drill sergeant. Oh wow. Yeah, they wore the smoke. So he was living yeah. that life then. He was you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, we stand in that parade rest when he come home type shit. And it's not that he made us do that, but we'd be kids back in the back of the house doing what kids yeah. do, goofing off, doing playing grab ass and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then making too much fucking noise, and then yeah. pops call us up to the front, and he never asked us to do it. We just got in line. It was just understood. We just yeah, we <laughs> just and he would just give us the business though. Yeah, yeah, what, bro? Give I us believe the it. Business, you know what I'm saying? But what it did was. It really shaped me into the man I am today. Um, he taught me a whole lot of shit. I mean, yeah. I know how to do a lot of things, yo. And it really, really, really um, 
made a difference, bro, mm-hmm. in my perspective of things. Just growing up with a father who raised me, and I always knew that he wasn't my biological father. I always knew that, mm-hmm. you know, because I knew I had stepbrothers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I mean, we kind of, my mother had five children with four different men. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you're kids, you think that shit sounds cool. Yeah. Because you don't really fucking know what you're saying. You don't understand it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you get older, you realize like, yo, okay, I get it. I understand it. You, you, you think about your mom. Like, man, you had, you know, you wonder what that's about. Yeah. Right? But then you talk as adults and you figure it out. Okay, yeah. I, I understand it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then from the perspective of my father, you look at it like, damn, yo, she had four kids and you raised all of us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All of us. You raised all of us. And you didn't have to because you could have been like, yo, she got four kids. Shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He took it on. He took on the four and made another one. Yep. You know what I'm saying? My baby sister. You know what I'm saying? So it's the only girl he has. You know, and he's the only dad we really know. See? All of us. You know what I'm saying? My brothers, my sister. I have two sisters, two brothers. You know what I'm saying? And my baby sister is the only one who is biologically from my mother and the my father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the rest of us, we all knew we were stepkids, but we didn't really understand the whole stepkids, stepbrother stuff. So we didn't even understand that shit. Or motherfuckers be like, that's your half-brother because... And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're about to get socked out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's my brother. That's all I know. Yeah. Don't try to minimize it to something that I don't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, that's just brother. There is no that's, half that's, this, half that. Yeah, it's just brother. Sure. And, 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 and when you think about it like this, the older you get, the more separated you become from your family because now you have your own family. Yeah. Your friends are the family that you choose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's still that same dynamic of this is my sister, this is my brother. Even though they didn't come from the same flesh. Yeah. Bloodline different. You know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, it's and all of that, oddly enough, contributed to my DJ style type of music that yeah. I play, what I like to do with the music, how I want to make people react to it. It comes from that dynamic. Yeah. Growing up in that house, and it wasn't one of those things like, you know, we woke up on Saturdays, and mom was playing the oldies. My dad was playing music every fucking day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's in the military. He came home, you know what I'm saying? Fixed him a hook, what he called it, a hook, fixed him a drink, and pulled some fucking music out, albums and shit back then. Yeah. And played them. I got 18. He gave me all his records. Huh. It was the dopest shit ever. Wow. And that's when we got cool. We weren't that cool growing up because I was the kid that I didn't really get in trouble, bro. I was a good kid. Yeah. I was a nerd. Still am. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with it. I just happened to be a a pretty cool DJ, I think. There you go. I'm really a fucking nerd. Like, I go home at night, I'm probably going to watch Tiny House Nation on Pluto or something (laughs) like that. You know what I mean? I'm a nerd, fam. So so, so with that, though, um, you know, my dad really had music playing all the time. I get in the car with him. He always had a dope-ass stereo system in the car and shit. And he's always playing music. Always playing music. Always playing music. And now... You know, some of my favorite music is some of his favorite music. You know what I mean? And this is a man that played jazz on a reel-to-reel with a, you know, a big 10-inch reel that played for eight hours straight. Yeah. That was the easiest way to get us the fuck out of the house. He turned that shit on, we out of there. Listen to that boring-ass shit. Now, I can listen to that boring-ass shit all day. <laughs> all day long. You throw some jazz on, I'm good. And it could be... Some contemporary jazz. It could be some smooth jazz. You was consuming it. Consuming it, didn't even realize it. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's music. You know what I'm saying? And then think about this. You know, I DJ. I'm a DJ that fell in love with music before hip hop was the biggest thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So 
I know Duran Duran and you know what I'm saying, ZZ Top and all that and ABBA and you know what I'm saying. I know I know about all this shit because I lived it. You know what I mean. And now it's like retro is the new hip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, look where you where you been to see. What, yeah, yeah. I, I look at I look at cats your age and younger wearing all the shit I wore in high school. Like, yeah. I really wearing the high top phase. I'm mad because I can't grow one because I'm bald. You know what I'm saying? Boys got, you know what I'm saying? I see the airbrush. All the 90s shit is ill right now. Everybody mm-hmm. loves that shit. You know what I'm saying? And for me. Well, you I'm, know what? You know what? Because it's the 90s babies are now the ones who are controlling everything. Yeah. And it's me. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I think it's I think it's dope. Y'all embracing that decade that y'all were born. Yeah, because it's never been high. If you really think about it, it's never really been high. People are like, oh, yeah, it was like, no. During the 90s, it was highlighted because yeah. that, that was but, what, it, what but, it was. But dig this. People like me, we love the funk. We love all that 70s music. Yeah. So that's why people in my age bracket, even as old as a Ice Cube or a Snoop, they still sampling all that 70s shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the people slightly slightly younger than me, they love the 80s. Yep. You know what I mean? That's no. The, you know what I'm saying? That's the beauty of it, though. There's, you know, there's something for everybody. Yeah. But me being a DJ, I consumed it all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I give it back. You know what I mean? I give it back in terms of, you know, when I play. And I'm at Fashion Hall. Yeah. And it's still early. And it's mostly older white couples between 45 and 50 years old. Really? So I'm going to start playing, you know, from a crate I call Blue Eyes Soul. Yeah. And it's nothing but... <laughs> White bands and musicians that play soul music. Hmm. So it might be the Doobie Brothers. You ever heard of Doobie Brothers? I've heard of the Doobie Brothers. Okay, so you know what I'm saying? It might be that. And, the, and they look at me like, yo, what the fuck are you playing? Because <laughs> they don't expect it. You know, I'm playing tattoos and yeah. got on some Jordans and shit. Like, okay, he's going to play rap music. <laughs> I am, but I'm going to blow your fucking mind first. Pause. You got to say that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to blow your mind first because I know what I look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'm going to do all that. But you ain't going to be here for that. So I'm going to give you a reason to come early again the next time you find out I'm playing here. I'm going to play all the shit you didn't think I was going to play that you didn't know you wanted to hear today. That's what I'm going to (laughs) play. And that's what it'd be. I mean, I I I kid you not. Some of the dopest moments come from getting tips. And it ain't even about the amount of money. It's about the gratitude being shown. I played. Uh, for someone to love your music so much or your art. They're going to pay you for that it? They, that they feel the inclined to like give you you know, money for it? Uh, I, I played Lowdown. And I forget the name of the record. I can tell you. Hold on. Find it, find it. I got ginger it. beer. I love ginger beer, man. Don't be hating. I'm not hating. I don't really drink beer like that. It's not even beer. It's not even beer? Read the can. What does it say? No, it's just a soft drink. That's it. You said a soft drink. Who the fuck said a soft drink, bro? Well, I, you said read it. I did. <laughs> All right, Boss Gags. That's what it is. Check it out. Have you heard this? Mm-mm. You never heard this? Never. I like it, though. Yeah, so we played too much of it. We get in trouble. But here's the deal. That record made a dude get up from his seat, walk all the way across the spot to where I was at. And it was yeah. a far walk on a hot ass day to reach in his pocket and give me ten dollars and say, "Man, you just took me somewhere with that song. I did not expect you to play that, and I'm so glad you did." Hmm. And we rocked on for the rest of the evening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Music does that to people, man. Oh, I believe it. That's why I love DJing. Seriously. Right. Is you bring people together and you, you get to watch them forget about everything. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that same trifling-ass boyfriend going to be home when you get off work. I mean, when you get home from the party. So have a good time right now. Huh. Well, I hope you know forget about it real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, hey, man, your baby mama tripping. Hey, man, just get you another drink, man. Kick back. I got a song for that. Exactly. It's dope. Or... <laughs> you struggling with anxiety and I can tell. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I play something to that or I say something to that. I connect with you in a way to let you know, hey, you ain't the only person going through that because I can see that. I can feel that. I understand what it is. That's why I love being a DJ. It's people. My passion is people and I get to express that through music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I love it. I agree with that. Yeah, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Where we at, man? We in this thing for three years, bro. I don't even know. <laughs> we, yeah, we good. We got what are we recording now? What are we at? Yeah, we like an hour and 15 minutes. Bro. Okay. Yeah. We can call it right there, actually. I think it sounds like a good place to oh, put yeah. a pen in it, bro. So I'm going to let you do your outro thing. because this is what Oh, that's doing. that's the outro, man. Just Eddie Brasco. I appreciate you. Let me use your spot again. I really do appreciate that. Sure, Listen, man. I walked in here, guys. It's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I want one now. Hey, you're going to have one, mm, man. Bro. Let's hit the claps. But. Ooh, the claps. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for coming through. No doubt.